Let Factor help you hit your spring goals this year. Factor shops, preps, cooks, and delivers to your door so you can just enjoy no hassle. These fresh, never frozen meals are delicious and nutritious. I love Factor because, listen, it is so hard to shop for one or shop for two, especially when you're trying to stay healthy. You don't get the right portions. Factor is going to put together the correct sized meal for you to stay healthy. And also it's going to get creative. You are going to cook grilled chicken and vegetables. And you're going to do that five nights in a row. And then you're going to say, I need something different. Factor has so many different options. And you can look and feel your best in time for warmer weather. With calorie smart meals around 550 calories or less, Factor now offers 34 meal options per week and over three dozen add-on options like sweets, smoothies, juices, and so much more. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, these meals are ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Head to factormeals.com slash JTrain50. Use code JTrain50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code JTrain50 at factormeals.com slash JTrain50 to get 50% off your first box. Welcome to J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right. Every Monday, we read your emails, we tell your story, we give advice. If you want your email read on the show, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. That's J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Your dating questions, your relationship questions, your lifestyle questions, anything you want to send in, J Train Podcast at gmail.com if you're out there i'm on the road people we got dates before we get into our guests i'm on the road people come on out i'm gonna be in spokane washington oklahoma city dublin belfast london copenhagen amsterdam berlin oslo kansas city missouri nashville tennessee lexington kentucky charlotte north carolina jaredfree.com for tickets very excited we gotta get right to our guests very excited Hilarious comic, okay? She has her own show, Miss Pat Show. It's on BET Plus right now. Miss Pat, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is such a pleasure. It's a pleasure. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Thank you. You're hilarious, and you're about to go on a theater tour. Yep, starting September the 9th. Okay, so we got some time. Yeah, first first seat is Louisville, Kentucky. You're going? I've never been to Louisville. You ain't missing nothing. Okay. <laughs> we, I was saying before we started today that we have met. Um, I was opening for Michelle Wolf, and you were in the just in the crowd. You know, you were in the back of the room watching Michelle on stage, and you came back and 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 met us afterwards. But um, are you? I was just in Indianapolis. Really? What what club did you? I did Helium. Okay, that's uh, that used to be my home club when I lived there. I don't live there anymore. So you moved. L.A.? I moved, nah, nah, no, no, I can't. I'm too fat for L.A. Those people don't eat. I moved to Atlanta where they do eat. Okay. <laughs> I love Atlanta. I, I do too. I'm born and raised. That's where you're from? Yes. What were you doing in Indianapolis? For uh, my husband had health care, a good job. He okay. Worked, he worked for Allison Transmission, which is a form of General Motors. So they transferred out of Atlanta, so we had to go where the money was. Gotcha. So I followed him there. So he retired, so he followed me back home. I love that. Are you happy? You're happier in Atlanta? 
Yeah, I didn't want to die in Indy. It's cold. <laughs> I want to be buried cold. up on the ice. Yeah, it was cold. It's cold and like it was gray. Just it, or I, maybe I just hit a bad. You probably street. just felt like that. Right, that's the feeling in the summertime too. The downtown gray. was like it was like it was. I, the downtown, I couldn't believe just, it felt like a suburban dad designed it. Probably. Just like probably a Hooters right. and a Dick's Last Resort. I was like, why did A Dick's Last Resort. You ever hear those? No. It's a Dick's Last Resort. It's like this restaurant chain. Oh, the restaurant. You, right. Yes, and you'd yes, walk yes. in and the guy would make, and they would be like, you're a fucking loser. And they, their whole thing was that the, the waitstaff would make fun of you. Oh, I, you know what? I didn't go downtown much because I lived in a place called Plainfield, Indiana. So Indiana closed about 10 o'clock okay. everywhere mm-hmm. during the week. So I never went out. And plus, I was on the road all the time. So it wasn't my... I love Indiana. They support me. But I didn't do a lot, lot of nightlife there. Now, you have a show. Yes. Miss Pat show. On BET Plus. On BET season Plus. Three, season with, 3. Mm-hmm. And it's your life. It's about my life, you know, based off of my life. When they tell you, hey, we want a show about your life, how do you tell friends and family? Well, is, there, is there people in the show that you're kind of fucking with that you, <laughs> like, have to say to them, like, hey? Because, like, I, I talk about my parents on stage. Mm-hmm. My parents are pretty much aware of how I talk about them. Mm-hmm. I've had moments on this podcast where I've told stories about my dad doing something and being annoyed, and then I have to answer to him. Have you had to answer anybody? I'm 50 years old. I'm through answering to anybody. <laughs> right. I'm no just one's waiting confronted on, you? I'm, no, what? I don't know. Your kids, do they go, you You made me look like this or no? Dude, fuck my kids. They don't care. I mean, they, they. I think they could be comedians if they wanted to. Right. But no, I don't. I mean, I do tell a lot. But and if, if I go over, if I go over and say something they don't like, I'm like, oh fuck it! You, you shouldn't, right. you shouldn't let me hurt it. Well, I just have memories. Well, I like your attitude, Miss Pat, because I, I kind of get like, I get anxious about this because mm-hmm. this is a, you know, podcast. You know, you go on podcasts and you tell stories, and you yeah. know, you go and you're, you're you're off the cuff, and you're trying to relate stories, and you're you're not trying to embarrass people. You're trying to take these stories. Who my family don't get embarrassed, so we, right. they ain't a bunch of pussies like other family. <laughs> right. Oh, you told my period. Come on, so what? Right. Everybody have a peer. Well, Even t- Mary had a peer before she bit the fucking apple. <laughs> right. I think or that's a, she had the peer after she bit the apple. Right. I don't fuck. Oh, Eve. Eve. God damn it, Mary was the other Mary baby. had a period too. <laughs> Mary was Jesus' mom. Okay. She had a period gotta, too. They all had periods. I got to learn my Bible shit. I've been confusing <laughs> Jesus with Adam. I got to get my Bible shit right. together. <laughs> I think you're okay. You're, <laughs> no. You got to prepare Eve. your Bible. Okay. Eve, Eve was the first lady. That was the first yes. one. Yes. Mary was Jesus' mama, who God impregnated her from the clouds. What's the Jewish version? Sir, I don't know. You <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something. I just got in Hollywood. You ain't going to get me saying nothing about Jewish people. You ain't got to get me counsel. I ain't fucking with no Jewish people. Don't I ain't worry, messing you. with no, no gay people. We're, we're friends uh, now. We're, I, I, I don't give a I fuck. We ain't that kind of friends. You ain't got me. I ain't fucking with no, no Jewish No, I'll protect you. I'll be your Jewish no. friend that you can I got reference. a Jewish friend, and I don't talk about him. That's how you can protect okay. me. So if you say anything about y'all, y'all will cancel my motherfucking lunch card at school that I don't even need no more. We'll be careful with the Jews. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now you said it. I did. I'm the Jew. <laughs> I'm the Jew. <laughs> okay, and I'm the Negro, this, so I ain't fucking with y'all. This Pat, I have to ask because I had a situation. We talk about dating relationships here. I'm a single guy, 
So I've told look story. Single. I look single. <laughs> yeah. What's a single look? <laughs> Jewish looking. Okay. No. no. <laughs> don't don't do it. <laughs> you look. <sick. laughs> don't do it. Don't talk. Sweatshirt. You don't, uh, you look like you dress yourself. <laughs> oh, this isn't a good look. Keep going. You What's come on my point? show, you insult the Jews. No, I did not no, insult okay. no fucking Jews. Don't you say that. I slapped the shit I'm out kidding. of you. Don't you say that shit. I don't insult no I race know. of people. Miss Pat has been you very nice. The Jews. She lit the Hanukkah candles. What motherfucking Hanukkah candles? No. <laughs> I ain't lit no candles. I don't even like birthday candles. <laughs> okay, no Hanukkah y'all candles. Got, y'all got your own candles? We got our own candles. Oh, we light some candles. We <laughs> do them every Saturday, well, what we Friday got? night. What would y'all light the candles for? We do a little prayer every the Shabbos, the Shabbat, you do the. Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. like when somebody died, because you know when black people die, we let balloons go. You let, yeah, you guys do. There's a lot of. Let balloons go? <laughs> yeah. What do they do? Into the sky? And we, oh yeah, we do doves too. You ain't never been no black funeral, and then the craziest motherfucker in the world holding. Who is this? Or is it your assistant? <laughs> yeah, your assistant she, just she reminded said. you. She goes, "No, black people, we also do this." No, that mean the birds. The, we let birds. Oh, you let birds food. out? Yeah. What are they called? Doves. doves. And, and black you people guys, be scared people. of the fucking doves. I don't know why. Let me tell you something. So my mother-in-law died, mm. right? And that I'm was sorry. the first time I what. I'm sorry for your loss. Man, that was a long time okay. ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got to die. They ain't no yeah, that yeah, long. Yeah, that's right. She's but not she gonna died, and we they rented two birds. And they paid like $300, $400 for these doves. Hold on. You rent the birds? Yeah. yeah let me tell you. Okay. These motherfuckers, bird, they, they oh, holy golly, and whatever they say, and, and to the grace of God, and they let the birds go. But the birds got a fucking monitor on. They fly back to the funeral home. I said, bitch, for Come $400, on. and we had, to, uh, we had to do fish fries and, and, and get this money together bury this bitch right. and you pay $400 and fly a bird back to a motherfucker I'm going to pick this nigga up and he going to go home with me I got <laughs> you for the next two now. weeks yeah that's we say spent $800 the, and let two doves go the bird makes more an hour than I do I know I would not we about to fry this nigga go get him <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute black people also do when people die you guys make t-shirts a lot oh yeah we do that rest in peace cakes and shirts and shit yeah what's the, the, the origin of the t-shirts i don't know i don't I, you know i don't i personally don't wear rest in peace t-shirts but we it's a big market for it's, i think hispanic and black people do hispanic it. people do you're right yeah. well listen we're learning everything you, you don't episode. y'all don't do it jews we don't do a lot of t-shirts in death no <laughs> we, we yell at each other we take the things from my grandma's house that we want okay. you know we have a thing called the shiva call and the shiva call is you can come to, they'll set up a house where everyone can come. It's one place where all your friends and family can pay their respects. So oh, the, you get for five the dead person. days for the dead person. So the family, the immediate family hangs at this one house and then everyone goes to that one house for like dinner time-ish. And that's, I think it's a good way to die. I think because it gets you out of the, you know, the you grave You a good site. way to die. I think it's a good way to like, you know, be there for the family. It's organized. So it's like you don't, you know, you have those so five by the time, days. So by the time the funeral get here, everybody through showing their ass. We did the funeral first. We put people in the ground very quickly. Oh, yeah, you have to because y'all turn up black people and white people, white-skinned people don't like that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Which, if you leave, you we can stay out. Like, Jane Brown stayed out for okay. six months. He six was, months? <laughs> shit, yeah, he had to get the money to write. Okay. And everybody was ugly, you know, his estate or whatever, so they were going to put his ass in the refrigerator till y'all figure it out. You could never do that. By the time you pull that black, that white person out that fucking refrigerator, that black person, you had to change the race on the birth certificate to Negro. They be crispy black. 
I'm not going to comment on that the way you didn't comment on the Jews. And we'll, oh, <laughs> you know. No, well, listen, I'm pumped to have you here. Everyone needs to go check out Miss Pacho. It's on BET Plus. We want yeah. everyone to go watch Amazon it. Amazon Prime, too. If you don't have Amazon BET Prime. Plus, you can get it through Amazon Prime. So go watch it. There's two seasons Three waiting. Seasons. Well, this is the third season? Yes, so already out. And the third season's already out. And it's funny. It That's all that matters. You won't find anything else on TV as funny as the Miss Pat show. Well, Miss Pat, you the are hilarious. Is. I love Thank watching you. you. I love hearing you on podcasts. I love that you're here right now. We're going to answer the emails, okay? Okay, let's you ready? go. And we want everyone to go misspatcomedy.com to see all her tour dates. Um, and Miss Pat show, it's on BAT Plus, Amazon Prime. And I just released a new uh, tour called Your Girl Done Made It. Yeah, Your Girl Done Made It. The but it doesn't start until September. Yeah, but you can buy the tickets now. What are you, you talking can? about? You okay, okay. Done? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> go, go to misspatcomedy.com. Your girl done made it. The mm-hmm. tour starting in September. Get your tickets. Assemble the group chat. Get the group together. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's go. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Dude email. So a dude wrote in, okay? Mm-hmm. He's probably wearing a sweatshirt like me. Mm-hmm. Dressed himself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jared, I'm a huge fan of your comedy and advice. I'll get right to it. I'm a 29-year-old guy. For most of my life, I've been painfully introverted and always struggled with weight. So as you can imagine, all your fantastic material on food and body image resonates deeply with me. Over the last two years, I committed to making major changes, have lost 90 pounds and counting. Mm. I'm now healthier and happier, as well as more outgoing and confident than I've ever felt, which Mm. has led me to trying online dating for the first time. I've met some great people where there was chemistry and I could see a possible connection forming. The problem, I have basically no sexual experience, with the exception of a few handsy occasions and one accidentally painful blowjob five years ago. That's a line in this email. Who sucked this dick, the dog? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't even explain that story, but you can't just say accidentally painful blowjob five years ago. He must have sucked his dick in the fan. (laughs) <laughs> He's just looking for places to put his dick. Fucking <laughs> or Lately, more than once, I've clicked with someone on the date, but when she went in for a kiss, I wasn't ready and awkwardly pulled back. The mood doesn't last long after that. I know I've now been going out for two months with someone who's made it clear she's into me and wants to go further. I enjoy our hangouts and I'm into her too, but now, but know by now that I need a long time to feel comfortable with anything physical beyond PG-13, cuddling, even when I'm really attracted. We've only made out once and it was too soon for me. I told her I need to take things slow and she respected that. But I worry this will only work for so long before she loses interest. Of course, I understand that my timetable and needs might be too much and want to avoid seeming like I'm leading her on. What can I tell her or anyone else I might meet in the future to explain my situation the best way? Do you have any advice for how I can get over this roadblock? I appreciate any help. Thanks for all you do. What do you think, Miss Pat? This is a very... This is a, a 29-year-old young man who used to be fat, lost the weight, realized he got way more dick than he used to have. Right. But now he's scared <laughs> to get pussy. Can I, can I curse? You can he's scared, say Okay, he's like. scared to get pussy. Except with the Jews. You got to be careful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's scared to get pussy. Right. I mean, wow. I mean, I, I think... You know, he's in his spirit, so he I know what he's scared of. He's scared he's going to stick it in the nut really quick, and he's going to be called. Well, he's afraid of kissing, if we can take back a step. 
Like he is sitting here and listen, I He I, might need to go pick up him a couple prostitutes first. Just get out there, get it out of his system. And just, just get him out of gotta you know, make all the mistakes with what you paid to be with, right. which is a hooker. <laughs> so you can get some type of experience. Cause you you know, and don't get no young hooker. Get a middle aged hooker who can teach you a couple things. Right. Get a but mid- sound like he gonna stick it in the wrong hole on the first time. It doesn't sound like he knows where the holes are. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think he has to admit he he's probably at 29 i could imagine that you're like i got to get everything done at once it's probably a lot to think of like he's he's at kiss and he's probably thinking, well, I got to go. If I kiss, then I got to do he, the next and step, he, and then I got to do the he, next well, step. Well, he lost 90 pounds, so he might be insecure with the way his body looks. Absolutely. So, but it's okay. I'm a fat woman. You just get naked and act like, if they act like they don't see it, hell, you act like you don't see it. Right. <laughs> well, if they're in the room with you, they, they like wanna it. See they want to anyway. see it anyway. So yes. I, I think this guy, he writes something very specific. Do you have, uh, he writes, what can I tell her or anyone else in the future? To explain my situation the best way. Best would, way you say I'm a virgin. I'm not. I'm new to pussy. Right. You would rather hear that, right? Yeah. And then they say, well, oh, well, let me teach you a couple of things. That's the thing. I think that's what he needs These to do. These bitches out here will teach you something. Just say, hey, it's like just trying a new restaurant. Look. Right. Hey, I ain't never been here, but I'm going to give it a try. Right. You either it, like it or you don't. If you went into a restaurant the way, and the waiter sometimes, is anyone first timers with us? First. and you, I go, you, and I always go, yup. Yeah. First, do the show, do the first timer show. I don't want. I don't want to miss something. So I think he needs to let her know I'm a first timer. Yeah. I mean, other than that blowjob, I want to know who who gave you a painful blowjob. Right. I'm. I'm. I, someone fucked him up for life. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> he he wouldn't go get How? his dick sucked. Somebody ate it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Someone thought. <laughs> I I think what he needs to do. It, it seems counterintuitive. Because mm-hmm. like he's probably thinking, well, I don't want to. I'm 29. I want to embarrass myself. You're gonna embarrass yourself more if you don't say anything. If you're doing and, this pullback shit, yeah, you're right. He's so right. He says, he says, um, I enjoy our hangouts and I'm into her, but I know that I need a long time. Uh, we've only made out once, and it's too soon for me. What I is make out? Did y'all just hunch? Did y'all kiss? Did y'all have sex? I think what, they just made out. Ma- just kiss. What? Well, that ain't making out, sir. That's just a kiss. What was making out to you? Putting it in. Fucking. Oh, is that fucking? I thought I was making it out. <laughs> What's up with it? What's putting it far. in? The penis. In anything? <laughs> in Make, my vagina. No, what no, the fuck no, are you talking Making about? out is kissing. Oh, it is. In what world is making out not kissing? Well, uh, I'm sorry. I had a baby in the sixth grade. We went straight <laughs> to it. We ain't even no fucking making it out. I, 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 that's a penis make out. I, I don't know. Oh, well, I skipped the maiden out then. No well, one, I don't this, know what the hell I'm talking well, about. Well, this guy is in a very different boat. You know what? <laughs> if, <laughs> if you were with a guy, if, if a guy came up to you, you, you came, came up to you and was like, hey, Miss Pat, mm-hmm. I've had a great time with you. Mm-hmm. I got to let you know. I've never, I'm, I'm like not just a virgin. I've never really kissed a woman. And I would say, me neither. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good point. <laughs> Well, then, then you'd be making a joke out of it, and you'd be probably the perfect date for this situation. I'm, I'm not lying. Not a, it's not a joke. I've never kissed a woman. That's what I'm saying. You're, but you're making a joke to him, like, in that scenario. No, I'm answering this fucking question. <laughs> I ain't never kissed a woman either. Do, how do you feel? Well, how about I've never, I've never made out, I've never been sexual with a woman, with, with anyone. 
I on that day I would say me either. You want to give it a try if I like him. Right. So we be learning together. He's got to realize that it's okay that someone that you're a rough draft. You're a work in progress. Yeah. I, and I think and most some women, women want, like that. And right. It's, it, it, it's hard to find a man that ain't never had no pussy and he's not gay. Mm. So it's okay. I mean, if, if she's really into you, just to be honest with you, hey, I, I, this whole sexual thing is new to me. I'm just used to taking my penises and pissing the toilet. But right. I know it was created for other things, but I will let you guide me. I'd like to be guided. Yeah. I would let you. I'd like to. Yeah, yeah. I, I Since totally. you want to put it in correct English. No, I, <laughs> I, no I'm not, not to correct. I'm saying like I, I totally agree with what you're yeah, saying. I mean, I think, but I think he's probably worried. He's like, oh, I, I don't want to say that. But I'm going to say this to you. Go. You're going to get pussy whipped. That's your first try. You're going to give her your whole paycheck. Oh, my God. She's going to wrap you around <laughs> her fingers because she's going to be the first one that gave you some. Right. You're going to come really quick. Calm down. It's, it's, it's okay. okay. It happens. It, it happens. The first time anyway. And, when, the, when it and comes, the 700th time. When, when you when you nut for the first time doing sexual intercourse, mm. it's different from in your hand, I assume. It's the most different. I mean, I, I am a that. stud with my own hand. I can last all night. Let me, you don't turn yourself on. <laughs> well, I can, I can go, you know, I can shift gears. Okay, keep going. Yeah, I don't I can, know how I, you jack your dick. I'm sitting in your chairs. <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com here with Miss Pat Miss Pat Show it's on BET Plus right now three seasons go watch it right now get involved everyone gets stinky somewhere child everywhere for me but keep going let Lumi whole body deodorant give you a great smelling everywhere Created by an OBGYN who realized external odor needed an external solution, so she created Lumi. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and controls odor for 72 hours and pH optimized to safely protect our pH and control odor. Isn't this fantastic? Mm-hmm. This is unbelievable. I have it. I, I use it. It was created by OBGYN, but I, I take the stuff and I, I use it under my underarms. It smells delicious. It's like... There's a toasted coconut smell. It's unbelievable. Made with the most sensitive parts of the body and mind. Use Lumi products on your pits, under boobs, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. The sticks go on just like regular deodorant. That's what I have. And they work on private parts too. Give me some Luma, honey. I'll get you some. Some Illuminati, some Lumina cans. <laughs> Lumi starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and wipes and free shipping. As a special offer for Ooh. listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code JTRAIN at LumiDeodorant.com. That's just over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com. Use code JTRAIN. Let's do another email. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. He loves me. He loves me not. Probably not. <laughs> Dear Jared, I found you by way of Girls Gotta Eat podcast, and I'm glad I did. Thanks, Ashley and Raina. Got a little story for you that I'm curious to hear a man's perspective on. 
Well, Miss Pat's going to weigh in as well. I have a guy I'm friend. I'm a man with his wig off, but keep going. <laughs> I have a guy friend that I've known for a few years. We started to get closer about a year ago. Since then, we both temporarily relocated and then recently moved back into the same area. He spent Christmas Day with my family and met my grandmother. A few weeks after Christmas, my grandmother got really sick, and I called the friend to get his thoughts on the situation because he's a doctor. To make a very long story short, he pretty much ended up saving my grandmother's life by stepping in to direct her care multiple times over the next several weeks. During that time, we started talking every day and haven't stopped. In addition to saving my grandmother's life, he's been incredibly kind, caring, and empathetic towards me. He's checked in on me often to see how I'm handling things. I had a bit of a panic attack late one night due to the cumulative effect of all the stress, and he spent an hour on the phone with me until I felt better. We get together for dinner or to hang out a few times a week. He's 14 years older than me, 34 and 48, and there's never been anything physical between us. Until recently, we've always talked about the other uh, people we're dating. Is he just being a super good friend or is he thinking we, there will be something more? I'm admittedly wa- wishy-washy on what I want out of the relationship, but I wish I knew what he was thinking. Thanks for the help, Feather Feather. What do you think, Miss Pat? That might be her Romeo and Juliet. Well, I mean, that's wrong. Uh, what is it, Romeo and Juliet? Um, that might be her king, child. Just because he older, don't, it's, I think she might have something there. Really? Yeah, girl, you might want to tell him to save you. He might be about to save your life. What do you think about her? Right. He, he might swoop in. And I think he already done swooped in. He's, he's just he's waiting swooped. on her to make that move. Mainly because, probably because he's a little older than her. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he want to be forced for her because she's 34. He's 48, right? Right. So, you know, you got when you're 34, I have a 35-year-old daughter, and she brought home a 48-year-old. She gay, but brought home a 48-year-old woman. I'm like, what you doing with her? We went to school together. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> I know her. Yeah. Well, I don't know her, but we I could have went to school. Right. Her. So I think it's just a, a older man. She's she, she's liking an older man and it's nothing wrong with that. Right. I don't know how they be like. It's weird that they be. I, I have a guy friend I've known for years. How did you guys meet in the first place? Uh, he went to school with her daddy. Right, <laughs> nine time out of ten. Right, uh, he was I, an older brother friend. Uh, he lived down the street. Uh, it's well. This is the thing: guys don't just randomly appear into women's lives. I yes, don't believe, do, sir. How, well, randomly, you don't think he had maybe a? Th- you don't think there's an attraction there that brings him over to her? In the I don't want to fuck you, and I'm here with you. Well, you want to go on the podcast? Well, that were randomly. That it wasn't so random. I got an email. Hey, Miss Pat would like to oh, come on the okay. show. You know, well, I this- thought it was randomly. <laughs> Just randomly ended up in my apartment. <laughs> well, I brought two people with me in case you try to make me get naked. That's you right. got to make all of us. You get didn't naked. know what type of podcast this was. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, he probably grew up in a neighborhood, a friend of a family. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that I think they're both attracted to each other. They just don't know how to make that move. Right. What? Do, well, I think. I don't like the part where she writes, I'm admittedly wishy-washy on what I want. Because he's older and, and, you know, she's 34 and she's looking like, well, I need to stay in my age group because I'm in my oldest brother or my daddy age group. Fair. Don't you think this is like getting a little ahead? Like, what about I want to drink with this guy? Like, I, I, I think she needs to simplify. Am I attractive? Do I want to get a drink with him? She don't. She might not know what she wants. So she just know she might know she's attractive, but she don't really know the move that she want to make. 
So that's why she say she wishy washy. Mm. One minute, like him saving her grandmama, like she she probably think, oh my god, I need to get him some pussy. I just love him. He's a man for me. Then you know, on it, two days later, he's just a guy I want to get a drink with. Right. And then when she had that panic attack, oh my god, he saved my life. I gotta give him some pussy. No. So that's her wishy washy. She don't know is she attracted to him. She probably don't know why she attracted to him. Right. I guess because well. I guess, and why being, is it because he saved my grandma? Is it because he's talking to me every day? Yeah. Am, he, am, I, am I eating the food because it's in the fridge, so to speak? Everybody do. Right. But I'm saying if you stick around long enough, you go. You're going to get fat? Right. Well, you're like, <laughs> I, gotta, <laughs> I got this guy here. I, I, think she, I think you should make that move. I mean, honestly, I think you, I think you both are attracted to her. I don't think he's trying to treat her like no child. She, he knows she's an adult. Well, that's the thing. I don't think people waste their own time. I think him talking to you every night is him saying, yeah, I have, a, I have something for you. She no, wants- I think it's called. I think they're attracted to each other. Right, I agree. The man ain't just trying to give her no dick. I think he's just saying I'm attracted to her and I like talking to her. But maybe he don't want to make the first move because he don't want to. Uh, he he's scared the first move might be the wrong move. So if he let her make the move, mm. she he'll be she'll be more comfortable with the relationship. Also, I would understand from his perspective: Am I taking advantage of someone during a tough time? You know, we but talk the grandmama every- didn't die, so it wasn't no tough time. Well, she had a panic attack. Well, a, a panic attack is tough time. I mean, that's a. I would. I would. They're going through an emotional time. You're freaking out to the point that you have to call me to get through this. So it's well, like I, well, I can't speak on panic attack because mm-hmm. I don't have friends that have panic attack. If you call me with that crying shit, I hang up in your face. So maybe <laughs> I need to start listening. Right. Maybe I need to realize they're going through some shit. Maybe, yeah. but I. I think at the same time you go. There might be, I'm, my point is that there might be indecision with, am I doing the right thing? Am I taking advantage of someone? Yeah. And, and all of this works into age, am I, ta- you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I just going after someone because they're someone I talk to every day? Do I really like them? In the same way she's going through that too, as you said. I think her first step should be, is she attracted to him? I think so too. And then ask yourself that. Can you see yourself dating an older man? And how do you, will this man treat you right? I mean, you can you can date somebody your age and he's an asshole. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I think she needs. I think a move needs to be made. And I, I well, it doesn't. Wait a minute. Make that move when you're ready. But I mean, <laughs> but if you take too long, somebody else gonna swoop in there and get that doctor. <laughs> right. And you gonna have to have, find you another well, gynecologist. He's forty eight. You know, he, it ain't like it. Ain't, he, he running on scarce time. I think there's in ten years everything ain't gonna be working on him. He's getting close to that point. He's going to be the grandma that needs the help. No, not at 50. I mean, just saying, you know, other things. <laughs> I, I I, think it, it's it's hard to, like, say, like, she says, I don't know. When she says, I don't know what I want, I agree with you. Am I attracted? Let's start with that. Yes. Let's start with that. If it's a yes, this relationship needs to change. At it don't some need point, but not change. now. You, yeah, you, yeah, you at need some to point, though, because realize that you're attracted to him. Right. And you're taking the calls. Are you taking? You're taking the calls from someone you're attracted to. You know, at, at a certain point, there has to be a reveal of something. It will be. Let her keep answering them phone calls. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Miss Pat. Everyone go watch the Miss Pat show. Hilarious. Three seasons out on BET Plus. And Amazon go. Prime. And Amazon Prime. 
Long distance relationship blunder. Mm. You ever been, you and your husband ever go long distance? No. 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 I stopped going to jail when I met him, so we never had another long distance relationship. J Train, longtime listener and subscriber. Looking forward to seeing you in Spokane. I'll get right to it. I met a woman on the apps in late October when I just moved to a new state. When we met up for brunch on our first date, she let me know that she was a traveling nurse and that her contract was ending mid-December. I took note of this but was still interested in getting to know her and seeing where things went. Fast forward a few weeks, we started dating, agreeing to do long distance while she started her new contract in a new state. I've always been the type of person who never was interested in long distance, but this felt different and I wanted to give it a chance. Two months went by, we did virtual dates, started a show together, I don't know what that means, um, Oh, started watching shows together. Okay. And even began planning our first trip to see each other. My mm. issue is that over these two months, the spark faded for me and our relationship began to feel like a chore. We eventually talked about our relationship after an argument we had and I ended, and I ended up ending things. Telling her that long distance is something that I just can't see myself doing. I need that physical and in-person connection, uh, which I was not getting. I sit here writing to you uh, feeling guilty and wondering if I should keep trying it at it and give it more of a chance. Personally, I believe that if we would have been dating for six months or longer and then did long distance, then it might have worked. But since we only knew each other for two months before long distance, it made it much more difficult to build a strong foundation. For context, I'm 30, she's 26. My questions are, is there a certain amount of time a person should try long distance dating before deciding it's just not working out? And how long do you think a couple should be dating before they commit to doing long distance? Appreciate all you do as we try to na navigate this complex dating world. What do you think? Long distance could be hard because I had a boyfriend in jail one time. Okay. And it was, it was rough getting out to that jailhouse on time to see him. Right, you have to do like conjugal visits? Is that No, the... we didn't do no conjugal visits. Is, I is that just something you see me. on TV? I mean, I'm quite sure people do conjugal visits, but we ain't had no money for no conjugal okay. visits. So I had to kiss him through the glass. Really? <laughs> and it, how many times a week? You go and well, you, you drive would, there? You would drive there like three, four hours there to see him for like 45 minutes to an hour and then drive all the way back. So, uh, what was your thinking? What was the thought process as you're driving there? I love him. I'm going to see him. That's what yeah. I thought. That was it. Yeah. So, it, me and, and what's he was the conversation like? Hey, how you doing? What you eat? Anybody <laughs> rape you? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> the, Are you okay? All the little things. Yeah. yeah. So, but after a while, he had been in there. He had did three years. About a year and a half in, I was sick of driving down there. I was like, right. call sometime every now and then when I can afford the phone calls. Do you, did you regret the year and a half spent driving yeah, back Yeah, because he forth? got out and started cheating. Really? Yeah, piece of shit. Keep going. Right. Yeah. But I, I, I think that's interesting because this person's asking about the amount of time. Like, but I had been with him a couple years. But I would say to you, I mean, you do you do what make you feel comfortable. Mm. I mean, two months in, you really don't know if you want that person. Two months in, you ain't never smelt that person take a real shit mm. to see if they're going to turn you off, how bad they tap the toilet. Right. They ain't pass gas in front of you. They ain't woke up ugly. You know, it's but, just, it's a lot to invest in a long this relationship after knowing somebody for two months. I agree. And this person then brings up, well, if it was six months, but you guys have no plan for month three four five and six because they're on a contract like so i don't think there's a and, chance and, and, for this. how do you virtual date y'all just go oh, virtual watch movies i guess turn on zoom and i guess 
watch the TV while the Zoom's on That's each other. That's annoying as fuck. Right. Because you live, you watching TV with your man, he put his hand in your shirt, play with your right. nipple. Always How you gonna fun. play with a nipple on Zoom? Right. You'd have to like have her have a mannequin and you'd have to say, hey, make the mannequin play with your nipple. I'm doing that now. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you got Saying you'd, if you want to do it over Zoom, you'd have to have like a fake hand. Okay. <laughs> play with your nipple. And you'd have to direct them, hey, I'm playing with your nipple now. Okay. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> I guess. Listen to Jared, because Jared knows best. I've never done it. I'm just saying, you said, how would you play with a nipple over Zoom? <laughs> uh, okay. Here's what I would say. Okay. <laughs> I think what you're saying is right. Not enough time has been established. You don't even love that person yet. Right. That's why they don't want to do the work. That's why when they write, um, after two months, the spark faded for me and our relationship began to feel like a chore. Because this person, you don't love them enough to do a selfless deed like drive an hour, just three hours. Just be friends. Dude, just be friends. Right. And if and it I, leads to something 10 years down the line, five years down the line, and it's worth moving forward, then you can you can move. But right now, you don't even know this person. And here's the thing. They are, right now, you're getting upset about this, and you're wondering if it was a big mistake because you're lonely. It's not them that you're missing. It is the idea of having someone to be with. It's having that person rubbing your nipple on the couch. You don't have that. And you're going, well, who would do that? Oh, I just let go of a really good person. And you're blaming the circumstance. I don't think it's as much circumstance as, listen, two months, there is a percentage probability that you go in. Like if I met someone on the road and we went on a date, the probability of me meeting someone in Texas and going on a date and then falling madly in love and going off and getting married and being together forever is pretty low. Now, for you, the same thing. Two months in, it's pretty low for this to work. You tried. You gave it a best shot. It didn't work out. And you've now the person felt like a chore. Trust that. You know, and back away from this person and know that this is just loneliness. It's not the person. You might be right, Jared. Keep going. Thank you. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Miss Pat. I think we're getting along great, Miss Pat. You thought I was going to whoop your ass or something, J-Train? No. <laughs> I, I wasn't worried about us. I, yeah. I thought we were going to... I'm having a great time with We you, ain't going to fuck, but we're going to be all right. That's okay. Not with you know everyone here watching. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we're sponsored, people. Are you ready for your own private wingman? Talkify is like having your own hype man out in the dating pool. Talkify professionals take the guesswork out of dating. They'll screen and select matches for you based on what you're seeking in a partner. Your matchmaker will will ask all the important questions that are too awkward for a first date so you don't waste any time finding love. I love Talkify. I love this idea. I think with the dating apps, what lacks is excitement. When, When someone goes, hey, I got the best match for you, when someone thinks of you for another person, you're immediately more excited than you would have been from just meeting someone online. I do believe that. Like if my if my friend was like, I got the perfect match for you, like what made you think of me? Well, you like this, you like that, you like this, and they like this, they like that, they like this. You go, wow, now the first date is elevated. That's what Talkify is gonna do for you. Talkify has an impressive track record. 80% of clients find love within the first 12 months. 
Child, some of y'all better get on Talkify and that, stop emailing Jared. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, Talkify is offering JTrain listeners 20% off when you become a client Ooh. at Talkify.com slash JTrain. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash JTrain for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash JTrain. Do bad texters exist? JTrain. That's, that's me. Are you a bad texter? Yeah, I don't spell that right, but keep going. Okay. Well, spelling, I, I, that's not the issue. So what's a bad texter? I think someone who doesn't get back. Somebody know what? Doesn't, like, respond. Oh, I don't have them problems. Just for right. my kids. <laughs> Those are the ones you don't take. Yeah, they, no, they don't, they, don't, they don't respond back to me. Feather, feather. Oh, they don't get back? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, I, my mom, I'll leave on, on red, so to speak. It happens. Feather Feather, long-time listener, your advice has really made me more confident in dating. I have somewhat general question based on a guy I was seeing. Could you use your input on? For context, I'm 27, he's 31. Mm. We had been seeing each other for about four months, met in person. And for the first few weeks, he was a good texter, responding generally within the hour. Really good at planning, dates over text. Then the last few months, he would be so slow at responding, anywhere from 12 to 24 hours and not as great at planning stuff. Uh, but always down to do something when I planned. Our time in person was always great. He brought me chocolates a few times, bought us tickets to the Rockettes, met my friends from the first month when he, we was a better texter planner to the last few months when he wasn't. Our time in person was always so fun. When we would hang out right after, I'd feel fine about our relationship. That, but then between hanging out, which we with, which with both of our busy schedules, could sometimes be two weeks between. I'd get worried uh, he wasn't as interested. I brought up the texting, his lack of planning dates, and he said he knows he's a bad texter. Mentioned how at work he just puts his phone away, and then after work he likes to zone out, not be on his phone. He also acknowledged that I'd been planning our dates and that he was grateful for it since he'd been so busy and assured me... If if he didn't want to spend time with me, he wouldn't have come. He has a pretty stressful job as a landlord for a decent-sized building in Brooklyn, has older parents he helps out with, so he has a lot going on. I really didn't mind planning things, and I guess I am fine not texting all day as long as he was still interested, but it was so hard to tell until we were in person, and I felt like via text he was giving me the bare minimum. Eventually, I just asked him to call me to plan stuff, which was better. I guess my question is, are there really such a thing as bad texters if they're still interested in you? How much weight should you put on texting, planning, and a new relationship i know you've said before that a good texture doesn't always equal interest but can the opposite be true thank you a better texture than him what do you think uh, i think you need to pick up the phone and call people I, right i hate texting right only young people text and you'll uh, yeah. get a you'll get a better response and probably more of a conversation if you pick up the damn phone right and you get the tone that goes along with it and you can feel you know oh uh, you know you hear someone's discomfort yeah, and their comfortability and makes you feel better or worse. I don't think I don't think he's not interested. Some people just don't like texting, like me. I mm. I hate young people who text all the time because mm-hmm. you don't always look down at your phone. Right, everybody ain't got their phone in their hand all day. Some mm. people got stuff to do. I'm a better person if you call me. I I'm with you as far as here's what I think her problem is. You got to live. Get out of the land of good and bad. Hmm. Good texter, bad texter. No, he just is. So, 
everyone lives. The man busy. He got his mama. He he, he a landlord in Brooklyn. Of right. A big high rise or whatever he over there doing. She's, he's working. He get home. Yeah, he smoke he, a little weed. He zone out. He ain't got his phone in his hand. He got a blunt in his hand. And unless that message going down that blunt, he might not get to see it. Right. He's got to make sure he has the blunt. That's a big point. I'm this. just assuming I, it's a blunt, <laughs> sir. I don't know. If the, don't put the man on dope. No, listen. Whatever he's doing, he's having you know a blunt in the middle of the day. But I would say. If you looked at the graph, if we put this on like a like a like like your texting is within ten percent all the time when you get back to people. Yeah. You know, so how they start is how they are, in my belief. Yeah, because so, I'm I'm married to a man that don't do nothing. Been with him thirty one years, he still don't he's do He's never nothing. done anything. But he's always been within ten percent of who he is. He's yes. been ten percent better, he's been ten percent worse. He's just been ten percent. <laughs> He's ten percent off the ground within ten percent of that number. Yes. So this is what I'm saying. When you when you're thinking of like good text or bad text, no, they just is. So in the first few months of dating, that is the guy you're getting. Now it might be a little bit more in the beginning because he's you haven't fucked yet, so he's gonna make a lot of plans. He's gonna try and impress you. He's gonna and he kind of did that here, and then it's gonna wane off. As you guys get to know each other, after you guys fuck. All relationship wanes off. All relationships. So you're going to have a, a takeoff. You're going to have, and then it's going to hit you at altitude. Then it's going to land. And then it might land. And then it might land bad. You know, my, that might be the ending of the relationship. So I think you, if you think of it like an airplane flight, they're texting pattern. Okay, you're going to get heightened in the beginning. Then you're going to get who they really are. Mm-hmm. And then if it goes way below who they really are, you can see that they're landing the plane. But landing the plane don't always mean bad. It just means that's where that person going to be from to the day they die. Well, that's what I think that's more, I guess, in the analogy, the, the takeoff. The, the altitude is who they are until the, mm-hmm. the day they die. Unless they're going to dump you, and then they start landing the plane. Okay. Well, you must fly Spear because I fly uh, Delta. <laughs> I'm a Delta person. Well, you're in Atlanta. <laughs> I I'm just saying that most people are around yes. where they fly. Yeah, I mean, you 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 and, the pretend when you're in a relationship or in a new relationship, they only pretend to be something mm. you like for so long. Then after a while you learn who that person are. Right. You know, how long they, did it take you to realize who your husband was? Oh, my husband was cheap from day one. And, right. You know, he was not a lot of, he, I think, I used to, when I first met my husband, we would run to like over my friend house every day. And then finally one day he said, look, I work at night. I work in the morning. I don't want to go over your friend house every damn day. Mm. And we never went back. There it and, is. And from that day on, he just stayed in the house. He well, like, I don't want to go. I won't stay at home. Well, that's, and that's, who, that was the moment you got to know him. Well, he. Well, I, the he, guy that went to your friend's house, that well, wasn't him. I, well, he didn't like to go all the time. My husband is a homebody. Right. And I was just trying to pull him out the house all the time. Mm-hmm. So finally he said, look, I just want to stay home. You go over to your friend's house. I'll be here when you get back. Right. And so he would come sometimes, but not all the sometimes, time. Sometimes, yeah. And and that's the thing. That's not good or bad. That's just no, that's him. Not, that's just, you have to respect people's uh, space. Right. You know, just because you want them to do whatever you want them to do. It's all about respect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll go out and do this with you, but... But everybody have a space in a relationship. Right. I got one. He got one. Well, and everybody don't like the same thing because you because you're in a relationship. I like to get out and go. Mm-hmm. My husband is a homebody. Right. So I had to learn to respect that. I've been married 31 years. I know that my husband like old TV. I don't like old TV. Mm-hmm. So I don't watch TV with him. Right. My husband listened to the TV on 99. I like to listen to the TV on 20. Right. 
So you have to learn how to respect people's faces. What are the things that you like that he knows that you like? What would he do for you that he knows you need? Um, <clears throat> he probably would. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Wow. I'm trying to this think. This pack got a divorce after this episode. She was like, he doesn't do shit. Uh, no, I mean, you but, know. What, uh, but there's got to be something. Because I guess what the point I'm trying to get to with this person is like, you. it's okay to be like, hey, you haven't made a plan. That makes me feel shitty. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from the old school of dating, too. So, right. you know, I'm not where you make plans to go out. You're like, hey, you want to go out this Friday? Right. You know, it, just because he don't plan nothing don't mean he's not interested. This, Some people are not good with fucking. My husband is a horrible gift giver. Right. He is horrible. And I say, stop giving me fucking gifts. You're yeah, horrible. This isn't going to work. Well, he, the he gifts just, won't work from you. They're just not nice gifts. <laughs> what does he give you? I mean, one time he gave me a, a pig with a thong on it for Valentine's Day. And a I realized, pig with a thong on it? And I'm fat. He gave me a cowboy hat. I'm like, what the fuck? A cowboy hat? Did you mention anything? No. Like, like he just showed on a damn cowboy hat with bells on it. I'm like, but he just, you know, he tries. Trying is good. But my husband know not to buy me nothing. Well, so now what he buys, he buy he buys sherry berries. Little, oh, Cherry's Berries. So yeah, he yeah. can't go wrong with that. He's like, the bitch is fat. I know she's going to eat this. It's going to like Cherry's Berries. Yeah. <laughs> but this is kind of my point. It's like you and your husband are negotiating. You know, when you're doing that. Like, you're like, oh, fucking try. And then he's like, Cherry's Berries. And you go, good. Okay. You I mean, of me. It's not that I wanted them, but I just, he, he buy it all the time. Right. So it's a, it's a decent gift. That, it's something that I would use instead of him buying something that I wouldn't use. Yeah, the pig in a thong. I don't know where you use that. <laughs> it was a teddy bear. <laughs> it was a teddy bear? It was a bear. I I, I just, I think stuffed that the tech, but I, stuffed pig. But the stuffed pig. This, <laughs> this person is writing in trying to judge how much someone likes them, and you're never going to know that based on texting. You're no. never going to know. And I think the only thing she can do is go, if you if you stop thinking of texting in terms of good and bad, I think you'll be way more helped out. Yeah, and if he's not good with planning the dates and you want to go on a date, then you plan the damn date. Right. It's, and you probably will have a better time if you plan a date. Everybody ain't a leader. You got to let followers follow. Well, and then you have to find the ways that he does show he cares about you. I mean, he's eventually, he'll be able to show that, but he just not, he's not the type of person that plans dates. Mm -hmm. So leave him the fuck alone and you plan the date. What if she's like, I hate planning these dates? Well, then y'all ain't going no damn well. Then time to break up. It ain't time to break up. Stay at your ass at the house. And don't Do break up? Well, what you breaking up for if you really like the guy? Well, I think maybe you don't like the guy if, if you're sitting there hating planning dates for well, somebody that doesn't well, then, appreciate I, I don't know, that. I don't know how to get y'all out of the house. Maybe somebody needs to set the house on fire for y'all to run out <laughs> the door to get them home. Fucking <laughs> I, just, I, I think she's caught up in his feelings and not her own. And it's like if I you think just, she's been a little immature. If you know he's not good with planning dates, then don't plan the date. Mm -hmm. You plan the dates. Some guys are just not good at that. Right. You know they don't they don't know the updated restaurants. They don't know the finer things in life. Mm -hmm. That's just men. That's just boys. So if you know your husband or boyfriend or you whoever this guy is to you, not good at it, and he don't he don't really he don't know how to do it, then you lead and do the date. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Miss Pat. Go, go, go watch Miss Pat Show, BT Plus, Amazon Prime, 
Go right now. Going to be touring the, what's the name of the tour? Uh, your Girl Done Made It. Your started September 8th. So go to. Se- September, it started September 9th. It's uh, in Louisville. Louisville. Their theater date. Theater tour. Get theater involved. Tour. Get involved and get out and come on out and see me. Miss Pat is hilarious. You're going to love her. Exclusive with a younger guy in a long distance relationship. Don't want to fuck him up. Stop reading. It's a teacher. What's that? That sounds like a teacher. <laughs> Jared, been a fan of the J Train UL podcast for years. I'm looking forward to seeing you in person as soon as I can travel to where you have planned dates. Thank you for entertaining advice over the years. My question I've been separated from my ex husband for 10 months. Mm. I was married for five years and in that relationship for a total of 12 years since I was 18. I've started, I've since started dating four months ago. Okay. I, 30 female, met C, 23 male, when I was working out of town where he lives about three months ago. We were, we were about a five and a half hour drive apart. C is amazing. We talk on the phone multiple times a week and see each other every, uh, once every couple of months so far. This past weekend, I traveled to see him and we decided to try being exclusive. I've been seeing other people since I met C and I'm honestly relieved to f- just focus on one man. The long distance thing is also attractive right now when I, while I finalize my divorce, get into the busy season at work and come into my own as an adult. I've never been independent until my separation. I moved from my parents' house into my ex-husband's house. I feel like this plus other factors brings me into this long distance relationship with this younger man, C. Our relationship is very open to talking about the future, marriage, kids, him moving to my city when he can, and this aligns with my goals for life. I can only trust that he is an adult, so uh, is an adult to also be honest about how he sees his life going. But I'm afraid of hurting him because he is younger, and and this would be my second relationship if it works out. What kind of precautions can I take to ensure I don't fuck up? C. I really look forward to your advice. What do you think, Miss Pat? I think you just should live your life. I mean, let it, right. let it, you know, let it happen. Just because he's twenty three doesn't mean he's immature, right? And, and you only been with one man, so you you both got a lot to learn. Because where you thought that one man was really putting it down, she might put it on you. Mm. So I say, just relax and let let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, I think you have to trust that like this person has people in their life that's going to tell them that they're fucking up if they're fucking up. Like this person, everyone's, you know, there's Darwinism at play here. Like this person's going to survive. This person's going to go, you know, is, is having their own experience with you. And you can't really, all you can do is be honest about what you're looking for. You've said what you want. Mm-hmm. And I think also you have to be acknowledge a 23 year old's mind might change. It will they, change. It, it's going well, to change. A 30 year old mind might change. That's fair too. But it's like, you know, but you might be more established. You might see your career goals and they might be just more solidified because people. It's only a seven year difference. It's not that bad. No, the, the difference doesn't matter as much. I think 23 matters more. 23 is different than 33. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, a little bit more experience. Plus, she's been married and he hasn't. Right. So she know what it is to be probably with a family and, you know, to have a husband and to be in a long-term relationship. This 23-year-old probably don't know that. No. He probably get that and be like, man, ain't with this bullshit. I want to go hang out on the corner with my friends. Right. So you might lose him to immaturity. You might you lose might. him to, but and you might, might not. not. So you don't know. We and all you can do is be honest. Time. What's that? We said might not at the same time. We're like, we're, we're, we're singing a, a chorus right now. Yeah. 
I, I, we, we totally agree on this. I think she needs to keep going forward with it. And she also needs the knowledge. As much as she could fuck him up, he could fuck her up. Sure can. He could, you know, he could come back and go, you know what? I like playing video games and I don't want to go to your dinner party. Or he could make you buy him an Xbox and leave you. For the Xbox. Yeah. You know, so this is, so these a, are all possibilities. And, you know, here's the only thing that matters. You're happy right now. You enjoy his company. You've been honest. And let's date. Let's have a fun time. Girl, let me tell you something. Go out and buy yourself some new panties that your husband ain't never seen and right. have a good time. That's right. Young yeah. panties. Yes. 23-year-old panties. Um, my, my, I pull my drawers up to my titties, but I don't know what you young girls do. Go out and have fun. I, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Have you ever been to a wedding where Nana was bit? Well, who? Nana. Who grandma. Na- she was what? Bit. What bit mean? Like, bite. Somebody bit Nana? Jared, this is a long story, but I'm a huge fan of yours and need your take. My husband and I got married in 2021 in a very small wedding, 20 people, including my husband and I. Mm. The short ceremony went well, but during the speeches, my sister-in-law, 20 years old and 10 years younger than my husband and I, began drinking too much and was on antibiotics. As we were leaving the first venue to head to a small reception in an Airbnb we booked and decked out, my sister-in-law... My sister-in-law goes on a shuttle bus with all of our siblings and a few friends. On the bus, she proceeds to scream at my best friend she had just met that day for playing bad music, which then spirals her into a furious rage where she slaps her boyfriend, punches her brother, and drunkenly calls and texts me to tell me you're not my fucking sister and I hope you die. Oh, my God. The sister-in-law? This is the sister-in-law. Okay, keep going. What a way to start the life together. When she gets off the shuttle bus, she is out of control, throws rocks at the Airbnb, hits her head against her parked car repeatedly, which gives her a concussion, and then bites her grandma and chokes out her dad by pulling him by his tie. This can't be real. This is some white people shit. Keep going. (laughs) Both my husband's dad, now father-in-law, and grandma had to be hospitalized the next day. My husband had to restrain her from the neck to get her to stop injuring family members. My side of the wedding desperately wanted to call the police to have her admitted as she was endangered to herself and others. But my husband's side repeatedly asked us not to and just kept saying that's just how she is. Yeah, she and that's be. more embarrassing. I'd rather send her off in the, the loony bin car. She, she got to be the big head sister. Just running around. The what head, sister? Big head sister running around head butting people. But well, you know how much head you got to have to heal the motherfucker with to put him in the hospital. That, she put grandmama and daddy in the hospital. That's crazy. Ultimately, my mom and brother, who had met her only twice before, were able to calm her down enough to get her home safely. But it was very disappointing that my mother-in-law was allowing the behavior and basically froze. They scared of her. Yeah. they've And they've been dealing with this their whole lives. Yes. After the wedding, I distanced myself from his family for a couple months. His sister never apologized to either my husband or I. I mean, she has She don't remember it. She don't remember being that drunk, heading butt in the car, tore up the car, and her daddy. Eventually, I was talked uh, into going to a 4th of July party at his parents' house months later because my husband and I were expecting a baby and it didn't feel right cutting his family out of our lives altogether. At this party, I was basically, it was basically another version of the wedding, which ended with me, six months pregnant, crying and driving my husband and I home two hours away. He had a few drinks while texts like, I hope you and your baby die coming from my drunk sister-in-law. 
she punches holes into the wall at their house. Oh, this the sister-in-law is sick. I mean, <laughs> it's got a problem. What you need to do is go out and get a black friend so somebody can whoop her motherfucking ass. <laughs> Our son is now two months old, and we have not let almost any of my husband's family meet him. I don't so blame you. They going to headbutt your baby. Right. So we can avoid having to, having to ever have him meet my sister-in-law. I'm very uneasy about her involvement in our child's life in the no future. No doubt. She's going to bite him. <laughs> my so. mother-in-law will definitely not handle any boundaries we set against her daughter. Well, but at the same time, I do not want to ruin more big things for my new family or put my son in danger. She hasn't apologized or even acknowledged what happened at all. Am I out of line here for wanting to ice her out? Would love your thoughts. Sincerely. Hell no, you ain't. Jared, don't you even say that. You ain't out of line for icing her out. That bitch is crazy. Mm. And until y'all, until y'all get a bat, and when she get crazy, hit that motherfucker across her head a couple times and knock her unconscious, she gonna keep taking her head and ramming it into y'all cars and upside your head and, and and damaging property and everything. Old big head bitch, you a fool. I, oh Lord, have mercy. I this is they, them white people call. Let me tell you something. You do that shit at a black barbecue, okay. everybody whooping your ass. Right, I guess. I, you I might don't get know. shot. I, <laughs> we shoot cousins at the reunion. <laughs> then you bring, you bring your drunk big then head we'll ass over there. Put your big forehead on a t-shirt and, <laughs> and say, "Fuck you, bitch." <laughs> I don't think she's out of line. Here's the thing: she's coming in the family. When you bring new people into the family, as this is the new wife. Mm-hmm. You as a family, like I'm sure your dynamic with your daughter and with your your kids and your husband, someone might look into your house. They someone might watch the Miss Pat show on BET Plus and Amazon Prime and go, look at this fucked up fucking thing going. Well, on no here. family is perfect. So this we, is my point. That's what we is, try and to. And you guys have come together. To, and nobody go, is hit, but this is an extreme. Of course, I agree. This is an extreme. I'm saying if someone saw the dynamic of my family, they'd be like, you talk to your dad talks to you like that. And, but you that's talk, not, and you go, but no, this is how we work. This is how it goes. That's different, Jared. It's, it's, that, this bitch is headbutting people. No, this bitch is getting drunk, right? whooping grandma ass. That's different if your daddy call you pussy or, well, or some shit like that. Or you, but when you get to the point where you get you you drink and you act a fool, agreed. that's different than you coming in my house and me and my kids talking about each other. This is my point. This is an extreme version of no. This they, ain't. But they, but they are used to it. That's why the family, she's no, getting mad at the whole ain't family. Ain't nobody never did nothing about her alcoholism. She right. only get drunk and do this shit. They never did nothing about her alcoholism. They've let this bitch run them and beat them up mm. and all of this dumb shit. Somebody punched this bitch out and they, they don't want to call the police because they don't want they don't want. They know the bitch is they, crazy. Well, they don't want the embarrassment. They don't want to embarrass me. And they've handled this before. So but I, they ain't never handle it. That's why she keeps showing her motherfucking they ass. It their way. They ain't handle it. They look the other way. Right. What right. you should but do is get that it. bitch locked up. Yes. And I think what she needs y'all to say, need to whoop her motherfucking ass. Well, they need to let her know these parents know, like, hey, this is no. You don't need. You need to slap the mama for allowing it to go on. <laughs> whoop. So, at, look. Get, a lot of slapping in your solutions. <laughs> It worked at Dawson. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Pat, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Everyone go follow Miss Pat. Beat your sister-in-law ass. I, I think she's got to well, tell the, well, the, the husband, too, is being kind of a well, he's, not he's, really healthy. He's, groom, he's groomed in that family this is my point. to look the other way. They're all groomed to do that. It's worked 
for them. I'm not saying it's working. It's worked for their family dynamic to feel as comfortable. They've rationalized it. She needs to let them know your rationalizations are fucked up. And for that reason, you know, shark tank it. Your rationalizations are fucked up. And for that reason, me and my son are out. You want to see the son? You need to take an active, healthier approach towards your daughter who is scaring the living shit out of me. Can I just tell you, Go. that's the white way. That's the what? That is the white way. That's the white way. So if it was black people right. and they know this bitch going to cut up when she get drunk, mm. she don't get invited. And if She's she out. get invited, she get her ass beat by everybody right. who ain't been drinking. Right. That's I mean, the, that's another way to go to not invite her. Yeah. So I would invite, invite the parents way. over. I mean, but would you even you be like, do- and personally, me, I was like, look, you can come over here, Lulu, but you're going to leave that crazy ass daughter over there. We don't want that drunk bitch right. over here. But ain't nobody said nothing about the bitch drinking. Ain't nobody said nothing about her acting well, up. Think- ain't no, everybody, then you texting me, you want to die. I would have turned that car around at six months pregnant and went back and whooped her motherfucking <laughs> ass. <laughs> well, me and that baby would have jumped on that bitch like Chucky and the mama. I do agree with inviting the mom over and going, the mom and dad going, and you're not bringing your daughter. The, the, she's not allowed here. And I would have told the whole family. I ain't if that bitch there I ain't going. I got <laughs> right. family members that I'm not gonna go if they there. Right. Cause they don't know how to fucking act. And 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 then I mean, the, the whole family start fight. That's a good response because they don't know how to fucking act. They don't know how to fucking act. She could say that to the mom. She ain't gonna say it. She's scary. The mom is scary. The daughter, the daughter-in-law, say your fucking daughter don't know how to act, and I ain't coming around to y'all get that drunk bitch some help. I don't write mean that drunk down. female, drunk bitch right, some right. help. That that needs to be written down. And you go, you turn to your husband, and say your <laughs> sister's a drunk bitch. I would love to hear her on the phone with the mom. Okay, so. I won't be coming over unless you take care of that drunk bitch. You know, yes. after she read off what you said. Miss <laughs> Pat, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having Fantastic. me. Fantastic. Everyone go follow Miss Pat on Instagram. Never gave this on- much, much uh, fucking relationship advice. That's right. Well, this is, this is we, we got you here, so we wanted to make sure we get all the advice. Well, follow me on Instagram, Comedian Miss Pat on all platforms. On all platforms, Comedian Miss Pat. And the Miss Pat Show, BET Plus, Amazon Prime. Go watch three seasons out. Hilarious. Go watch Miss Pat's stand up. Fantastic. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Hold Monday. Hold on, Jared. What's that? Can y'all please check out my podcast, The Pat Down? The Pat Down? Yes, on all platforms. What do you do on The Pat Down? Talk shit. Talk shit. Talk shit. Come on over. Listen to me talk shit with my co hosts. Love it. Love Thank it. Thank so you. So go to The Pat Down. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday. Keep sending your emails. Jade Train Podcast at gmail.com. Back next week. Boom.